Bubble Podcast. I'm Court. This is Ash. We are coming at you live from Boston. And we are so happy to be here for season two, everyone. Run it back. Are you having deja vu? I am. I am too. Actually, I'm like kind of not because this is an entirely different setup than before. Way more elevated. And why is that, Ashley? Uh, well, we were just on a break and we kind of did a whole rebrand. Hopefully, by this point, you'll see that we're very much leveled up. I also hope that at this point, you'll actually be seeing us talk. We missed you. Yes, you. We're back. And better than ever. You can say that again louder for the people in the back. (laughs) Okay. Oh, guys, it's like we never left. Seriously, except we're just in a new space. Why is that, Ashley? Catch Uh, us up. Mini catch up. um, Had my big move that you guys all know about moved in now I'm neighbors with court um, again again let's see I went to my first ever wedding so check that off the bucket list we've entered my favorite season of fall I've been just immersed in the fall activities soaking it all in I'm finally not sweating every day anymore <laughs> I've been resting Yay. I've been relaxing and now we're back Heck yeah. Well, happy to have you. Thank you for your space again. (laughs) Of course. I'm so happy I could share it with you. Amazing. I have a feeling we're going to end up at your space one of these times as well. I hope so. We should do another recording on the roof before it gets too chilly. Totally. I'm in. But catch us up, Court. Where have you been? Uh, Where have I been? Since we last spoke, I feel like contrary to the few months before, I've been in Boston a lot of the time which has been such a blessing earlier this summer I was just so traveling go 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 and I was like living my nomad journey and I'm just like so happy that's over um I've been really heads down in work for the past few months which has been like really rewarding but I'm also now feeling like a free woman and I'm back into my routines I'm back on my health grind I'm feeling more like acclimated to the city I'm ready for fall I'm ready for season two. She's back, baby. Oh, we're back and we're better than ever. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear it. Yeah. And we have a couple of changes this time around. We do. So like we said before, we now have a little, hopefully, if all is going according to plan, uh, you can now watch us on YouTube and Spotify. Absolutely. Which is kind of iconic, iconic. if I do say so myself. Uh, hopefully when you clicked play on this episode, you also saw our iconic, uh, (laughs) cover art, which is just as much a surprise to you as it is to us in this very moment. Seriously. (laughs) Guys, we'll tell you more about it later, but essentially we had a photo shoot with a friend of mine and now Ashley's, Kat Fernandez, got to shout her out. She's Boston based. Uh, But we also kind of leveraged my company, which you know I adore so much, to help us design new cover art. So at this point in time, we don't quite have it yet, but hopefully you like it and we like it. Yeah, (laughs) I'm sure I'm manifesting now. It's just a calming color scheme. We look professional with the right amount of touch of fun and playful serious yet playful it's doing both as some may say exactly you see it and you're thinking wow those girls really know how to do both and they know how to share that with their followers hell yeah I mean I think that's exactly what it's giving so 
we'll see we're speaking into it into exist whoa we're speaking it into existence as we speak yeah you guys are actually witnessing manifestation at this moment mm, how suiting wow i feel energized <laughs> <laughs> and another change for you all we're really gonna hone in on boston this season yes and why is that you might ask we're in Boston and we love we Boston <laughs> and we want to connect with some of you and what better way to do that than to shout out some of our favorite places, continually try new things and share that all with you. So coming at you right now for the first time ever, our Boston wreck of the episode. Yeah. So this is going to be our new segment that we're going to do. And you guys can now, every time there's a new You Can Do Both podcast episode, you guys will have two new Boston recommendations that you can try. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> no one asked for this, but you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My Boston wreck of the week is Frenchie Wine Bistro. It is, as you may expect, in the South End because this is my new neighborhood. Um, and it's on Tremont Street, and it is so good, and I think it's great for a date night. So if you want to go on a date there, great, but also an elevated girls' night. So not a loud, like, let's get drunk girls' night. It's more channel your dinner party energy, but, like, take it somewhere else. And okay. when oh, – hold on, I'm getting out of breath. I'm so excited. <laughs> when you call to make the reservation or, like, in whatever – in whatever app you're using they have like this greenhouse in the back that they have tables in so request to sit there I had no idea it existed we just got really lucky and it's just like a glass little greenhouse and it's so cute was this the place that I thought you were in at a coffee shop Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. wait it looks a lot cuter than a cafe I believe it I believe it 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 looked like you were fully in a greenhouse. That's why I was like, where is this girl? She posted on her story and I was like, where are you? I must know. Therefore, yeah. you all must know and need to go. Yeah, it's so cute. And it doesn't look like much from the outside. But that back room was so good. The food, amazing. Brussels sprouts. Probably the best Brussels sprouts I've had in a really long time. <sighs> you know, honestly, when people, when restaurants do Brussels sprouts good, like, it is, like, one of the top things on their menus. It is, yeah. Was it, let me guess, was it, well, it was French, so m- maybe I'm wrong, but, like, caramelized with, like, bacon little, and balsamic reduction. Yes. Yeah. They were flaky. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my God. It was so good. And Joe was actually the one to be like, we have to get the Brussels sprouts. Because when he made the reservation, it was just the comments were going off about the Brussels sprouts. Nice. So that's when you know. Okay. And their cocktails looked good, but I was in my no drinking era. So Mm. I can't quite speak to those. Okay. Well, we love a good French place. I've been very much in a Parisian French uh, mood slash vibe since I went to Paris that one time a couple months ago. So any space or experience that will let me like cling on to those memories, I'm all here for it. Makes sense. And my boss recommendation is actually a French place as well. Are we French galleys? I would love to be. Take me there. Perry. <laughs> I'm not even going to try my Parisian accent, but everyone needs to go to Cafe Sauvage. It's not a new place. It's been around for a couple of years, but I think it's just gotten more popular within the past year. And it's just a cafe. It's on Mass Ave, but it's close to Newbury Street slash the bridge that takes you to Cambridge. I'm, oh, in between Beacon and Newbury. 
uh, refamiliarizing myself with like the streets because I'm like really bad at that. Uh, visually with directions, I'm perfect. The name of a highway could not tell you even <laughs> if I drive it like literally every single day. Anyhow, um, Cafe Sauvage, it's like the cutest small business obviously i feel like you and cafe sauvage are one we uh, why don't why (laughs) because you talk about it all All the time time. and i was even with gab the other day and she was like oh wait have you gone to i want to go to cafe sauvage i see courtney there all the time and i feel like i'll randomly check in with you like hey what'd you oh just grabbing something at cafe sauvage i'm like damn you are their number one customer you even know the owner i do know the owner his name is antoine if you see him (laughs) tell him courtney sent you seriously though guys it's like very trendy but it's a parisian menu they have like the little tables outside i'm sure they're gonna take those in pretty soon because we're approaching winter but it's always popping there's always like a line out the door but it's worth it my go-to order is a lavender iced latte so good unfortunately it may be eight dollars when they ring you out but every once in a while it's okay (laughs) no seriously it's so good and then you can't go wrong I tend to get a savory item and then get a sweet item for brunch I haven't tried dinner but apparently every Wednesday I didn't either until I went weirdly at like 2 p.m and they were like or 3 p.m they were like sorry we're like transferring the kitchen to the dinner menu so you can't order food right now it's a very sad day but now I know they serve dinner and they have a special on Wednesdays where you pay a fixed price and you get like one. I, get, I think you get like, I don't know, like five different meat, not meals, but you know what I mean? Like Entrees? an entree, an appetizer, oh, yeah. okay. a drink and a dessert. And yeah, I just saw them post about it recently. So all right, we all need go. to try. Yeah. That sounds really good. Yeah. I bet their dinner menu is fire. Yeah, it is. You can't go wrong. So two French girls <laughs> recommending two French Boston places, apparently. Bonjour. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> say that. Bonjour, oui, oui. I'm so embarrassed. Literally, when I was in Paris. Courtney's crying. I'm crying right now because, because Matt, when we were in Paris together, would just so freely like talk in French. <laughs> like, at least try. Because I think they would respect him a little bit more. Like, they'd laugh because they'd be like, clearly you're not French, but appreciate you for trying. And he would just sometimes look at me to try. And I'm like, stop looking at me. There's no way in hell that I'm going to do this right now. Anyhow. We have other things to discuss. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that so much. Um, okay. But yeah, so with that, We're shall we introduce today's topic? That we shall. Okay. So the topic of today is very relevant to us. The importance of a break. And the reason why we're talking about this is because we clearly just took a break in between season one and season two. But it was something that we were so hesitant to do because of certain stigmas around it. And I don't know, maybe society making it appear that breaks are a step back in whatever path that you're on. When I can confidently say like this break has leveled us up. It gave us like the rest and recharge that we needed. It like gave us this re-inspiration that we kind of lost for a hot second and it's important to talk about and normalize because we didn't realize how badly we needed this break until we were in it. 100%. I couldn't have said it any better. And it's kind of the perfect episode to bring us back. And I think what 
we were thinking of is just kind of walking you guys through our thought process and how we approached this break. And hopefully you guys can take bits and pieces and apply it to areas in your life. I personally wish I heard more people talking about how it's okay to take a break and how it doesn't mean that you're failing or taking a step back. You're literally leveling up, as you guys can see. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. We're really clinging on to this. I know. <laughs> no, it's so true. And I just remember being in the car, sitting with you, and we were just having our business meetings, as we often do, as we're on a long drive, just two of us. And we were just, like, going through the motions at that point. We were trying to release an episode while I was traveling, which you managed to do. And kudos to you for figuring out different ways to, like, get innovative, like, bringing our boyfriends on one time and then having your roommates come on just so that you can pump up pump out this content on a yeah. consistent basis, which is very, very important. But at the same time, with everything going on in our lives and all the chaos that was happening, just being summer, it just got more of almost a chore and something that we had to do. And we were just going through the motions. And I think when you go through the motions, you just get lost and you just you kind of need that step back to make sure that this is exactly what you want to do. Make sure that you're putting out quality work that could be within actual professional life, that could be within personal life and your relationships. In this essence, it's about our podcast. And we were just like, should we do this? And we were just definitely like scared to even take the risk. And we we're like, okay, but we need a plan. Like we need a plan for the break. We need to do this this and this and it's like no sometimes you just need a literal disconnect like forget about it and that was really special too because once we decided all right we're taking a break I think neither of us talked about the podcast for like a few weeks no we literally stopped cold cold turkey yeah and just rested and recharged and didn't even think about other podcasts no anything anything we just stopped it's very normal to get burnt out when you don't allow yourself grace and don't take the time that you need. And that's to exactly get what yourself was happening. The right yeah, we were so deep in the routine of just like we need an episode this week. We got to pump this out, but we had fallen so far behind just yeah. because the summer in general also is just so chaotic. Yeah, there's so many things that are happening at once on top of our fully nine to five jobs, our boyfriends moving into a new place. Like there's so many outside factors and also trying to focus in on this little side hustle on our hobby. And then we didn't even have time to appreciate the hobby. No. And where, what are we still on the right goal? Our goal in the beginning was just, Hey, let's just try this out, pump out some episodes, see how it goes. But there was no time to reevaluate that. Yeah, there was no time to appreciate how far we had come. Mm -hmm. There was no time to kind of like analyze the progress that we had made to see what we should be changing. What is something that our audience would like to hear more of? It was just so in the thick of it. And I think it's kind of hard to find that balance, too, because you want to stay consistent. We set the expectation that we were going to release an episode every Thursday. And when we didn't, people like questioned us. And that was a shock to us too. We were like, yeah. wait, people are actually paying attention to us. Right. Like, for why? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I understand for why, but it was just like a, an interesting concept. Like we felt kind of indebted to ourselves mm-hmm. to do it when we weren't in the right mindset. And 
a podcast so we've learned from our like aspirational podcasters Lauren and Michael Bostick on the Skinny Confidential they were talking about how podcasting recording a podcast editing a podcast releasing it to your audience is 25% of the work 75% is social promotion and just like getting it out there and getting it in front of the right spaces because as much as we love this community that we've built and we have like an average stagnant number of people who listen to us every single week in consistent number how are we going to grow if we're not promoting ourselves and yeah, allowing us the besties. time and space yeah we need new besties yeah keep it spicy yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we, I don't know, where should we start? I want to like break it down even further and not drill so far down into the podcast, but I think a good place to start is like, what are signs that maybe somebody needs a break? Because like we said before, we didn't even know that we needed a break. We were so heads down in the thick of it. And sometimes you just need to zoom out a little bit. Yeah. So I would say the first thing is whatever. So, okay, I was thinking about this earlier. Everything in life that you do, you probably do because it brings you happiness or some type of fulfillment or enjoyment. Whether, yeah, someone out there is going to say, I hate my work. What are you talking about? I get no enjoyment. Yeah, but you still do it. You know, like you're not quitting and finding a new job. Like you still do it. It can't be that bad. There must be some parts that you enjoy. And at some point when something it loses that value that it initially had to you, whether that's bringing you happiness, whether that's your excitement towards it, whether it now starts to feel like a chore, I think your emotions towards that, whatever that may be, that activity, um, when those start to change, I think that's a sign that maybe a break is needed. 1000%. A sign for me too was we were struggling to like come up with anything creativity wise like we something that was so easy like oh my god I want to talk about manifestation like and us getting so worked up it like you said it kind of became like a chore to try to think of episode topics and then when we finally thought of a topic and we'd like start diving into it and plan out the episode or whatever it was we're just like wait I'm not even excited to talk about it and I think when you have passion, I know I'm talking about the podcast again, but this is also transferable. Like when you have passion towards something and you have inspiration and you have like creative juices flowing, you're going to feel more confident about what you're doing and you're going to want to share it with your world. You're going to want to talk about it. You're going to want to promote it. And I feel like we got to a point where we were just lacking that creativity that the quality of our work started to diminish a little bit. And mm-hmm. this, the quality of our episodes, you guys might not think so, but I think from our perspectives, we were just like not as confident in what we were doing. And I think that just translated in maybe we didn't post as much on social as we wanted to, to hype up the episode. And I feel like we're more critical of ourselves than other people. So other people might not have realized that, but you and I both knew that. Oh yeah. 100%. And that also makes me think of, I, I think I personally got to as a, a point where I was just resenting social media in general. I taught, I touched on it in a couple of the episodes. Like I would literally delete all of my socials if it wasn't for the pod. And so ever since we've taken that break, uh, anyone that's been following along, I like stopped posting on TikTok. I haven't really posted a lot on Instagram at all. I think I've posted uh, one Instagram post since (laughs) our last, um, 
it was literally my last post was for the pod. Like I just haven't posted for two months and it was just a much needed break. And I was having so much fun with TikTok in the beginning, just like posting my videos, like whatever I wanted. I didn't overthink anything. And then I started having brands reach out to me and I started doing collaborations and it made me hate it. Yeah. It felt like a chore. I had so much anxiety around it. Like, oh my God, this is coming in. When am I going to film this video? Are they going to like the video? What if it doesn't get a lot of views? Then I feel bad because they sent me this product, like all this stuff. And it was just so much added stress and it took the fun out of it. Yeah. So I just stopped. You hear creators (laughs) talk about that all the time. I don't know how people do it full time. And I think it was just because I just had a taste of it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure if that's what I wanted to do full time. Like exactly. I would have a different approach to it. But this was just a fun thing to me. So when a company's like, hey, I want to pay for this. Initially, you're like, oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. I'll do that. And then you think about it and you're like, oh my God, or maybe this is just me, but it just, there's all these other outside factors that come in and it made me not want to do it. And I kind of got burnt out in a way Yeah. and it made me resent that platform for a little bit. I think that's why I just needed a break. Yeah. 1000%. And I think that's why creators get a lot more as you get bigger, like you just get a lot more selective with the brands that you work with. Otherwise that will happen. It's like, if it's not on brand with you, then why would you want to exert effort towards it? Yeah. And it turns something that you loved into a chore. Yeah. But yeah, I'm trying to think of another one. Like, honestly, just stress in general and like exhaustion. And it's just like that, like in respect to whatever it is that you need a break from, but it'll also translate into your relationships with people. That's so true. So it's like your mom, you're going to start getting snappy with your mom when you're on the phone with her or in your relationship, maybe if you don't know how to like compartmentalize. And I'm saying that because (laughs) if you haven't listened to (laughs) the doing the most podcast, we were just on a little podcast swap. She's not on ours yet, but go listen to doing the most with you can do both. What a tongue twister. (laughs) And we talked about compartmentalizing. But anyway, if you don't know how to like shut off or keep certain sentiments in different areas of your life, like that's going to translate in other things. So I'm sure the people in your life too are going to recognize when you need a break from something, even before you do, before you come to terms with it. I think that's a really good point. I notice that whenever I'm stressed about, I am not good at compartmentalizing. <laughs> um, I definitely take it out. I think definitely on Joe now that we live together. Cause I just come home and when, if I'm decompressing from like a bad day of work, he's the first person in my like immediate view. Yes, yeah. And I'm like, and I will just snap for no reason and it's crazy because I can recognize it in the moment but that's kind of a sign that I'm like okay I need to just take some alone time and just be alone with my thoughts and not be like so focused on whatever it is whether it's work or friends or whatever it may be but yeah no that's a good one I feel like you probably will know if you can have if you can start picking up on your behaviors then you'll probably know maybe it's time for a break um but the other thing is breaks can be these literally apply to everything for some reason the gym is like screaming at me right now when you do the same workout for example over and over and over again and you follow this strict schedule your body kind of gets used to it yeah and then eventually it's just not as effective so you literally need to take a break in order to 
improve. Yeah. Um, I, I know I've felt this with when I was doing F45 for a while, my body got so used to it mm-hmm. that I didn't even find it fun anymore. Something that literally began my love for fitness was actually now doing the opposite. Like I dreaded going yeah. by the end of it. So then I realized I needed more diversity in my workouts. And then I found a gym with all these different types of classes. And then that variety is how I've really found to enjoy my workouts and really get the most of it is constantly switching it up and taking a break from certain classes or workouts or whatever that may be. Yeah. That's how I feel about cooking right now. Mm. I feel like you get so used to, or at least I don't want to talk to everybody. I have gotten so used to cooking like the same I don't know, four meals because they're quick and easy. And then I am now currently at the state where I'm like, I cannot think of shrimp tacos. Mm -hmm. Like I cannot even think of ground turkey with red sauce and pasta. Like just like the quick little easy meals that literally for the past like month, I just simply refuse to like cook. I'm like, Matt, can you cook for me? (laughs) Like I'm buying out. And it's just like, clearly I needed a break. And now I've kind of taken the time to disconnect, not think about cooking whatsoever. And now I'm like back on like food talk and I'm saving different recipes and I'm getting re-inspired. And now I'm excited now that I like am in my groove of Boston. I'm going to start trying to implement like cooking a new meal every single week and just falling back in love with like the process, especially now that it's getting colder. Like there's less things to do outside your tent. You tend to like stay in most times after work. So it's going to be like a little pocket of peace and I'm now re-inspired to do so. So breaks can literally look different for anyone and everyone and it can translate into so many different things. And I just think it's okay. Like, especially in some areas of your life, for example, like work, um, People think like, for example, sales culture, like finance culture. It's like people are afraid of kind of just taking that step back for a hot second to, I don't know, catch up on sleep or like reevaluate like processes and ways of working to try to optimize and like make things easier or make things faster. And it's like you're going to eventually either burn out or you're just going to fall behind because you're going to miss out on the new thing because you're so zoomed in that you don't take a second for yourself and zoom out and, you know, see what your competitors or your coworkers are doing. I actually had an aha moment when my intern joined my team this past summer because I was so in the process of like tracking something a certain way, like very manually. And she was like, wait, why don't you just do this and this? And it takes half the time. And I was like, I've been doing this for a year and just I got so accustomed to the routine. So I think breaks can also be like translate to like getting out of your comfort zone and switching out your routine every once in a while to really, I don't know, just like take the time to like re-pivot and just like optimize different areas of your life. Yeah, 100% because you can get so stuck in your ways that you don't even realize you think that you're killing it because you're being so consistent. You're still getting it done. You're getting the end result. But then you don't even realize that there's a hundred better ways to do it. Yeah. All you need is a fresh set of eyes. So to round us out, breaks do not equal failure. No. And there are ways that you can make breaks, productive breaks. Yes. And I think that's exactly the mindset that we took into our break. And I think that comes with having your break be intentional. Because I think that's the difference between taking a break and quitting. 
and totally giving up on something. And I also just want to say a disclaimer. It's okay to just quit something that you don't like. Mm -hmm. I actually just listened to Note to Self with Peyton Sarton, one of her podcasts, and she actually just said, I don't know, she had an episode about how it's quit the things that you don't like to do. Yeah. So don't feel like this pressure if you take a break from something and you're like, oh, I really just realized I don't want to go back. That's also completely fine. But in the meantime, make the most of your break and have it be a productive one. So go in with an intention. So for example, back to the pod, we went in with a couple intentions. We knew we wanted new cover art. Mm -hmm. We knew we wanted new goals to work towards. We knew we wanted to hone in on Boston. So we just kind of came up with a strategy of how to actually execute those things. Yeah. We also put a very loose timeline on it, which I think helped us. And we didn't even realize. We were like, okay, we'll release again in the next couple of months. We like took a look at our schedules. We're like, okay, well, I'm kind of busy at this time. And you're going to be busy at this time. So when are we actually going to have the time to do it? And we were okay with not having a strict plan and a strict schedule to allow us both the space that we needed so that we can come back and hit the ground running. Yeah. And I think different opportunities kind of came to us and different ideas popped into our heads the longer that we took this break. And for example, we've been on the break for what, for almost like two months now. And we just started this like cover art design contest, which we'll tell you more about in a future episode, like this week to get new cover art. And so imagine if we try to rush it, rush it, rush it to get yeah. things out, we would have missed this opportunity or we maybe would have rebranded and had new cover art and then had to do it all over again. Exactly. Sometimes great things take time. Also, we didn't even consider doing this video aspect yeah. until... Uh, we saw Haley Bieber on a podcast with video and we're like, damn, damn, she looked good. We could probably do that. <laughs> we were like, maybe we don't look as good as her, but she's like, fun to watch. Yeah, we could. Well, no, honestly, the idea came from people like misspeaking when they say that they, oh yeah, like I listened to your podcast. They're like, oh my God. Yeah. I watched you guys. And they're referring to like the snippets that we put on like TikTok and Instagram. And it just kind of got us thinking like, hello like people like the visual component like everything like tiktok is the most trending platform it's video reels is now like the number one thing you need to do on instagram so why don't we try out the video component like not a lot of people are doing it they're either doing it because they haven't thought about it or because they don't know how to and we're hoping that it's not the latter and that it's not super difficult to do but we'll find out (laughs) fingers crossed and then we can all hang out in your living room guys Ooh. Like imagine us on your say TV less. like while you guys are cooking dinner. All I got to say is we're going to look better some days than others. And I'm just going to yeah. forewarn you right now. Some of those hungover episodes aren't going to translate well on the big screen. That's true. And as the sun slowly sets, I think yeah. you've seen that this it's officially <laughs> it gets dark, dark out, in here. So just bear with us yes. as we figure it out. Yeah. Um. What other things for anything else we want to say for having your break be intentional? I feel like allow yourself space, which we talked about. Um, set intentions, reevaluate goals, make sure that you still have the passions for what you once did. Take time to like, I don't know if it's a project that you're working on, like see what other people are doing to see if you're like matching up to them. You can get further inspiration. I also think trying new things. Heck yeah. Um, again, I keep going back to the gym, but 
I just recently had to pause my gym membership for a little bit. And the whole time I went into that with the intention of, oh, let me like try out some other gym areas around me just to like see what's available. I went on a run one morning. I did an at-home workout one morning, which both of those things I very rarely ever do. Um, So I just feel like it's fun to see what brings you joy and then maybe your break will actually lead you to something else, a new passion, a new thing that you love. For sure. I think that's it. I also think that's it. Housekeeping items. Um, Our new drop day is Tuesday. Why did that work out? We did not practice No, we didn't. That was just rolled off the tongue. Yeah. Just we caught a vibe. Caught a vibe. No. I missed singing with these microphones. Honestly, this setup is like more conducive to karaoke. So have at it, girl. Perfect. Um... But yeah, we're so excited to be back. We missed you. I missed talking into this mic. Excited for all that's to come. And thanks for tuning in to the beginning of season two. Cheers. Ciao. Bonjour. Illy. Mwah. <laughs> <laughs>